Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Only believe. Good evening and welcome. I just wanted to remind you today to believe, keep believing. So it doesn't matter um, what you may be facing today. I want to encourage you through it and let you know to hang in there and just keep believing. I know that we're uh, halfway through the year. Uh, we started off our year all strong. You know, we said, okay, I'm going to accomplish this goal. I'm going to, you know, complete this. And, you know, we had all these things um, that we wanted to accomplish, not just for this year, but also for our lives. We all have things that, you know, plans that we make and um, then we get discouraged along the way. But I want you to take comfort today um, in knowing that even though it may be looking uh, like it won't happen, just hang in there. God has a plan. I know firsthand how, you know, life can be so unpredictable. And, and I'm sure you know firsthand as well, because we all have our story. So a few years ago, we know if it seems like just yesterday, we ended up in a pandemic and everything, you know, the world just kept going crazy. And despite all that, we, we still tried to uh, try to get back to normal. We tried to still go ahead and do our dream boards, you know, create all these things that, that we wanted to get done. And at this point, <laughs> many of us are tired. Uh, we may be weary. Some of us are just trying to get out of the rut that we found ourselves in, and it's still a struggle. So I want to be the first one, or maybe not, to recognize and acknowledge that you have gone through a lot. And God has pulled you through a lot, but there is still a lot that you're believing him for. And so that's why I started uh, today's segment uh, saying, only believe because when you don't have anything else and when you can't see anything else all you can do is just hang in there and believe and so what I wanted to do was uh, because I know how how tough it is um, one of my stories is my husband had a collapsed lung about a year and a half ago and it just seems like when one thing goes wrong, the next thing goes wrong. Then he found out that he had um, a blood clot and it just kept spiraling. And then um, just one thing after the, the next. And it just felt like if, wow, you know, is, is this ever going to end? And through all of that, we just had to keep believing because that's all we had was our faith and our belief. And so whether you are facing uh, the uncertainty of health, the uncertainty of finances, uh, whatever uncertainty you may be facing today, I want to remind you that God is with you. But our role is a tough role, I know, especially when things are not going how we really expected it to go. Our role is to only believe. And so to do that, uh, 
have uh, created a challenge. So the challenge for this, um, for you, hopefully you take me up on this challenge, is for us to focus in in order to increase our belief so we can hang in there and so we can push through to the uh, to the other side to the where the where great greater things awaits us um is this challenge called the word water and workout <laughs> i picked three things that's really uh difficult for many of us as we're going through a tough time so when you're going through a tough time um, it's very hard for us to stay in the word, right? For us to find time, find quiet time to read God's word and believe in God's word. But that is, that's the time when we need it the most. The time when we can't seem to, uh, to even want to be in God's presence. Actually, we may be even questioning God about, you know, what's going on? What's going on here? And so that's the time. Uh, that we need his word the most because his word is tried it's true and that's the the thing that's going to um you know help our belief and boost our faith and so because i know that's not it's not the easiest thing i um i wanted to encourage you to download let's wait till the end you will have an opportunity uh so that you can get this um free gift at the end to kind of help us. So the first thing we want to talk about is reading God's word. When you're going through the toughest time in your life, it's the hardest time to do it. But that is the time uh, where God's word will be able to replace the, the, the depression and the, the sadness and the hopelessness that you may be feeling. Because once you get to the point of feeling hopeless, everything drains away from you. So even if right now you may not be going through a tough time, you want to keep God's word in front of you so that when anything comes your way, you have enough of God's word in you so that you can push through. And so with this challenge, uh, the first thing is to read, read God's word. And as always, what we do is we affirm, which means we repeat and we say out loud, what it is God has said to us. Now I know many of us may be saying, "Man, you know, when I'm when I'm going through uh, a tough time, that is not the time I want to, you know, to say what God is saying." So, for example, if you are um, feeling sick or you're feeling lonely, you don't you don't want to say, you know, "By God's stripes I am healed." You don't want to say. You know, God is with me always when you're feeling lonely. Um, and then when you're feeling, when you're having those feelings, you're not even going to, those negative thoughts pops into your head. And if you don't have the word handy in front of you, you're going to be tempted to say this out loud. So let's talk a little bit about what we are saying and the power of our words. So we know that for, for Daniel, we know that Daniel prospered in everything he did because he believed in his God. And that's from Daniel 6. So I like to use uh, that example uh, because it's a great example of how someone who was going through a tough time, not that they got to escape it. He, he was actually thrown into the lion's den to be eaten by these lions. Um, and you also was, you felt like it, for you, it might not have been might not have been a literal den, but you feel like you've gone through a den. 
Sometimes your homes uh, may be so chaotic, it feels like a lion's den. Your job may be so chaotic, it may feel like a lion's den. Um, so different situations that you may find yourself in, you, you may feel as if you're in the lion's den. But I want you to know that the reason you will prosper is because you believe in your God. You have to believe in your God. You have to find something bigger than yourself to believe in. I don't know how some people think that uh, they could believe in themselves to make things happen. You have to go. Be, sometimes the, the situations are so dire. You, you are uh, so desperate that you have to go to something bigger than you and you have to believe in your God. So just like Daniel, you too can prosper. So even though, you know, we are all going through things, uh, the, the way we want to be able to come through it is to replace this hopeless, helpless, defeated feeling and replace that with belief. So we want to focus in on only believing, replacing all the negativity that we have. And it's a process because we all we're going through and we're not discounting what we're going through. We know what we're going through is tough. We know it's a difficult season. It may be a, a easy season for you, but you know, they say you either coming out of a storm, you're going into a storm or you just came from a storm. That's how life goes. Uh, so none of us are exempt. So this all, this applies to all of us. And so the, the awesome thing is that God has given us a tool uh, and it's called our voice. He gave us this tool so we can uh, speak his word because his word is that creative force. His words create things and we create things and environments and atmospheres uh, with the sound of our voice. Just like when God looked down and he saw it was dark, he didn't say, wow, it's black down there. He said, light be. He called the light even when the, it was all dark. And so we want to learn from him when we're going through our dark times. We don't want to uh, call the dark because we already see the dark, right? That's what God saw in front of him. He saw it was dark and he called the light to come. And so even in your dark place, we want to call in the light. We want to uh, shine a light up upon our area, our, our the zone that we find ourselves in. So we're not helpless. Where we are, we're not hopeless because we have God's word. And so we just want to focus in today on activating that and so that we can push through with the sound of our voice. A lot of times we don't uh, focus in a lot on our voices because we don't realize how powerful and effective using God's word is over our situation. Now it's, it's not just saying, okay, you know, I am whole or I am healthy is knowing who said that, whose words are you repeating? We know that in scripture, it, it was told that God was sent a Messiah. His name is Yeshua, Jesus. And it says clearly that by his stripes, we will be made whole. We will be made uh, healed. And so that is why we have this hope that we can call on him so that we could call for healing. Um, we can call for restoration. We can call on him so that we can have that hope because we have to go through uh, this life, but we don't want to have to go through it feeling defeated. We want to go through it feeling victorious, no matter what comes our way. We know that we are all passing through for a, for a season, but 
Jesus reminds us in um, John 10, 10, he says the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life. And the Amplified says to the full till it overflows. So we know that even though uh, the enemy sends things to kill, steal, destroy, he wants to destroy your health. He wants to destroy your finances, your relationships. That is what he has come to do. And so we know that Yeshua says, but he has come to deliver us and help us to walk through these times. So even though um, the enemy may have meant for something to hurt you, uh, scripture tells us that what the enemy meant for evil, God can turn it into good. And so the good news for us today is no matter what you're going through, God's going to turn it into good. Even in death, we know that when, when, when Jesus died, he was able to, he rose again. And then he gave us a promise that we will have everlasting life. So life for us doesn't even end now. There's always hope upon hope. And so we are never hopeless. Excuse me. We always have hope. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So let's, let's um, focus in some more on the power of our words and what we're saying because I don't want to come today and pretend like everything in you know you say the word one time and everything is hunky-dory and life goes smoothly we know that is not um, that is not what life is about and nor did Jesus says say that was that is what life is he just said that he's here to help you through it <coughs> excuse me he is here to help you through life so that you don't have to walk through life defeated and that's what the that's where joy and peace comes in knowing that you may have lost your car you may have lost a loved one you may have gotten some disappointing um, news but through it all you still have life and while there's life there's always hope and so you don't want to ever lose your hope okay uh, remember we are supposed to enjoy life so whatever the enemy brings to us whatever we see in front of us if we don't like it we get we have a choice in Joshua and in Deuteronomy where we're also reminded that uh, God says I have laid before you life and death blessing and cursing you choose he wants us to choose. He says, hey, there's a good path. Then there's this other path. I want you to know I've given you the ability uh, to choose. And what are the ways we know that we can choose is by what we say. It says you shall have what you say. It's repeatedly and it's clear that what we say and what we speak is what we create in front of us. So let's start looking about and thinking about what is it that we have been saying? What is it that we may have been speaking over our children, over our lives, over our country, over our island, um, over our jobs, over our businesses? Just let's start. Um, this challenge for us today is the word. Let us start watching and purposely utilizing that weapon of our voices so that we could change the atmosphere and change the direction 
um, that we want to see and that we want to manifest. All right. So reading God's word and the that's why the important thing is the word, because when you read God's word, the word is what you're going to put in your mouth so that you can speak out and decree and declare what it is that God is saying. I love to use the word decree. And the reason I like to use the word decree is because it reminds me of my position. Because when you say the word decree or declare, it shows you um, it's a place of power. It's a place of royalty because the people who do de who decree things and declare things, they are the, they are the Kings and the, the, the leaders and they put their stamp on it and they say, they decree from this day, this is going to happen. And we know Ephesians two reminds us that we are seated in heavenlies with Christ Jesus and we're ruling and we're reigning with him. So when I'm taking all these little bits and pieces to put together to remind us about how important it is for us to know the power that we have in our mouth in the sounds of our voices and so that we could utilize these and we want to focus in on what we are saying and what we have been saying you want to take stock about you know what 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 was it that you've been saying about different situations that you want to change I know we want to look forward and see, you know, what we're going to do next, but we're going to have to take stock and figure out where we are. What did we say? So we can go back and we can, uh, you know, replace those with positive saying and positive words so that we could see the changes that we need to see in our lives. And so one thing about reading I want to add is sustained listening so after we read or sometimes we get up we do our quick devotions or we pray and then we read God's word and then we, we leave so I want to encourage you that's why this is called a challenge that once you read God's word so slow down for a moment so that you could listen so I'm gonna call it sustained listening so try to to listen in for at least seven minutes uh, some people might call it meditation, but you want to sit still and kind of listen in to what it is you may be hearing about what you prayed for. So sometimes we may pray, oh Lord, I want a new job. And then we get up and then we leave. How about you sit still for a moment and you wait expecting to hear directions or hear, get an idea about what it is that you, you know, you might be believing for. So if you sit quietly for a while, you might just remember, uh, man, I remember somebody said they may have an opening, um, you know, down the street or whatever. Um, you may be praying about how you can lose some weight because the doctor may have told you, okay, your cholesterol is too high. You need to make some changes to your diet. And you may not have known where to start, but just praying about that and asking God about it and just pausing and listening, you may just get an idea. You may get the idea that, huh, I think I, I may not need to go to that particular restaurant. You know, I've been going three days a week. Maybe I should only go one. <laughs> That's a simple fix, right? Sometimes it's more complicated than that. It might be that we have to take out something that we really like out of our diet. Uh, but nonetheless, we get to sit still and kind of we pray about it, but then we get to sit still and hear from him 
And sometimes, you know, that can be very enjoyable. It will allow us to slow down for a moment and allow God to uh, speak to us so that we're not always just on the go, not, not slowing down enough to enjoy life. So remember the goal uh, that Jesus said, he wants you to enjoy life. Sometimes we think that, you know, <laughs> that God just wants to beat us up and just have us there going through a rough time. That's not his, that's not what he says. He really, he says that, says why he comes, but he knows that, you know, things are going to happen. So he told us, he said, listen, I know the, the thief has come to kill, steal and destroy. He did not negate that that's going to happen. He did not negate that you're going to have mountains in your way. But what did he say about the mountains in the way? They're going to come. He says, you know what? You get to speak to those mountains and they're going to have to move. So we may think, man, that sounds e that's easier said than done. Uh, but you know what? It's a process because we see that uh, Jesus came. So he was our example. And whenever he had a hard time in on this earth, we see that he used his words to overcome. When the enemy, when uh, Satan came to him and say, hey, why don't you jump off this roof? Uh, basically, that's that sounds suicidal, right? Um, but what did Jesus say? He didn't just keep quiet about it. He says it is written and everything the enemy came to him. He reminded the enemy. It is written. It is written. I will not do this. It It's written. I, I do not live by bread alone. I live by the word of God. That's what um, Jesus re response was to him. And so we see that even when Jesus was here, he was not exempt from the enemy coming to him, saying negative things in his ear, trying to make him do, you know, make bad decisions. Um, however, we see how he handled those, those things. He spoke out loud. And that's the thing that we want to be able to use the power of our words. When they came to uh, they came to take Jesus the first time when when Jesus wasn't ready for them to take him. Jesus was like, you guys can't take me. I have to give up my life. You can't just come and take it. So when the time was right, he gave up his life um, for us. They couldn't just come and take it. So being able to walk with that type of power and that type of authority, knowing that, you know, uh, when when someone wants you to quit or something is at the end, you get to decide, okay, I am done. I want to stop this. The, the enemy can't tell you or <laughs> circumstances shouldn't tell us what we're doing. We have to tell the circumstances what we're doing. And just like Jesus, uh, he had this, he just knew who his father was. And so he knew the word. And so that's why we want to focus in on, you know, knowing what God says, reading his word. And that's where affirmation comes in. And, um, so I have a lot on affirmation. You can always um, have an affirmation journal or you can always email me at um, info at janismodest.com, J-A-N-I-S-M-O-D-E-S-T-E.com. I just want to say that now while I remember because I may not remember later, but you can always get um, lots of information on affirmations or you can always put it in, type my name and that word affirmations in Amazon and you're going to get some additional resources. But if you want some free digital resources, you email me and you'll be able to get some free 
resources to get you started because I don't want to give you all this information and then you're overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. So you can start with this um, free affirmation resource that I have. That way I have the scriptures all written out for you with the affirmation so that you could say those things and speak those things over yourself. And so for example, the first one I see here, it says she believed in her God and so she prospered. And that was from Daniel. So Daniel believed in his God and he prospered. So I put myself in there because I said, if God did it for Daniel, he got to do it for Janice. So I put, she believed in her God and so she prospered. So the affirmation for me would be, I believe, or you can say, I am a believer. And so today, I want to remind you that the key is for, uh, for us to believe, to get that belief in our spirits that whatever goal it is that we had in our mind and we, we're tempted to give up, don't give up, just believe. I know you may be in pain or you may be in sorrow, whatever you may find yourself, you may be in debt. I want you to only believe, only believe. And what helps your belief is what you hear yourself saying. So I want us to um, remember that our voice is, is not only powerful, but I want you to appreciate and recognize the power in your voice. So get used to when you say something that it, you know, believing that it would happen. Here go that belief again. So we want to believe in God's word, but you want to believe in God's word in you so that when you speak God's word, you believe what you speak. So there's no you without God, right? So that's why a lot of times people say, you know, believe in yourself. But for me, when I say that, I'm talking about believe, believing in the God in me, in what he has put in me. So that once I speak out, I realize God's spirit is in me. And when I speak out, I'm just speaking forth with such power that whatever I speak must manifest. Now, will it manifest at the same time right away? Not all the time. So you have to make sure that you keep manifesting because trust me, when you manifest negative, it comes true. <laughs> when, when something happens, an accident happened or something, people say, well, I'm going to have a bad day. And then when they have a bad day, they're like, see, I said, so yeah, I'm like, whatever you say. Um, so we want to, they believe what they say then when it's bad. But then if they said they were going to have a good day, for some reason, the belief is not there. Right? So we want to um, focus in so much on reading God's word. We also want to focus on writing. And the, the reason for the writing is because it gives you belief when you go back and you see what God had said. So about uh, 23 years ago or so, maybe 24 years ago, was the first time I started writing down all my prayers. So I started writing down the prayers. I had just gotten this, um, this prayer book as a small little um, book, maybe even maybe 15 pages. And I remember the first time I went back and I looked at it and I was like, wait, everything in here came, came true. 
prayer works. <laughs> and it got me on a journey. And so from that time, I've been journaling, um, taking the scripture and personalizing it to, to myself and creating affirmations. And so I've been, I've been using this in the highs and the lows and in the depths when I go through a tough time. And so that's how I know that it really helps from you uh, when things seems dire and it seems like it's not going to work. God's word works. God's word works every time. So I want to encourage you in that when we talk about um, writing. And so with the, with the journals, uh, you, it can be any book that you would like. You read God's word, you create an affirmation, you write it down. I love to put dates on it so that you can see, you know, when you said it and then you speak God's word over it. Just speak God's word over, over your children that my children are successful everywhere. Psalms 112. And then also, you know, Psalms 144 is a great one because it, it, it talks about how you are successful and your children are, how there's no mourning in, in your house, which means, you know, there's no, um, distress in your home, um, you and it blesses your businesses. So Psalm 144 is a great place if you're an entrepreneur or, or not, you just want, uh, to speak the blessing and prosperity over your home. That's your job, <laughs> right? Cause we could speak negative stuff all day and speak all kinds of stuff all day. Uh, but I want to help you increase your belief you know, and so start practicing it, start practicing, you know, speaking a blessing over just things that you're believing for. And just, and I like you to write it down because you, then you get your own proof, right? That on this day, this is what, um, I said I was believing God for, and this is what God did. So you want to be able to, um, that's something you absolutely want to do. And then we have, um, a spiritual affirmation journal is what is what I, I call this. And the reason uh, for the journal is so that you can you can track, as I said, you can track w where God has taken you from and then you can be prepared. So it has stuff ahead of you. So it has uh, 21 or for, for you, you just need to start your day locked and loaded. Don't wait till you wait till you at work or until you drive in to come up with what positive things or blessing you're going to speak over your day or over your children. You want to have that ahead of time, right? You want to be prepared because trust me, the negative, you don't even have to prepare the negative thoughts. <laughs> They're going to come. But for some reason, the positive thoughts uh, is something that we have to prepare because if we don't prepare for it, uh, you know, the, the negative is just going to overtake us. So some, some scripture references for us is, um, Mark 11 talks about say to the mountain. And so I want you to be able to write that down and I want you to start asking for things. So it says, ask in prayer for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But this is the kicker, right? It says you have to ask. Now, this is where belief comes in because we're talking about believing, right? If you don't believe that I can give you something, you're not going to 
have a desire to ask me for it. Like if I can't, I can't give you a beach. So are you going to come to me and ask me for a beach? But you may think that I could probably drive you, you know, uh, to the beach or I can give you a pencil. So I just want us to think about what you think was in Jesus's mind when he was reminding us to ask for anything in prayer in Mark 11, 23 and 24. It says, ask in prayer for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But a lot of times before we even get to the believing part, we don't even get to the asking part because sometimes we don't even believe that we deserve it or we don't believe that uh, we need it. I remember he didn't say ask for anything you need, you know, he just said ask for anything. It doesn't have to be something that you need. It could be something that you want because God is a good father. And just like when we have a good father, I know my dad, he used to take us for, for donuts. We didn't need donuts. Um, that was way back when we had a, and I was little, I'm trying to remember the name of the store. I think we had a Dairy Queen or something, or you take us for ice cream when we were little, or you take us to the beach. It's not because we needed that. It was just, he has been a good father and just giving us things um, that was just fun. And so we want to, to think about God as a, even if we didn't have a good earthly father, we need to um, kind of change our mindset and realize that God is a good father and he wants you to ask. Sometimes I wonder how God feels because sometimes we're more comfortable asking a friend for $20 or $10,000 to, um, you know, to invest in our business or asking a friend for, you know, hey, you know of any job openings. We're more comfortable going to them first or even more so than we are comfortable going to God. I want us to get more comfortable with God, to go to him first and ask him for anything because he's God and that's the whole point. <laughs> and he honors that. So start believing that you deserve more, um, not because of anything you did that was good or because you're a good child. When, 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 when I got ice cream or I got something good when I was growing up, it wasn't because I was good because I was never, <laughs> I was never good. I was never, like they would say, I was never behaving. I was always troublesome getting into stuff. So I didn't get things because I was good. I don't know if that's why it's easier for me to ask God for things because uh, I don't feel like I have to perform for God to, to, to bless me or I have to perform for God to love me or I have to, you know, I have to be good for God to do whatever. I realize that God will do good to me because of who God is, not, who, not because of who I am. And so that may have been one of the reasons why I don't mind asking God for things. I'm not sure what it is, but I do know that we uh, that God, Jesus expects us to ask and pray for anything. And once we elevate our minds to, to the asking point, then we can get to the point where we actually can believe that he's going to do it. And that's another thing. So when I needed something, I needed shoes or something. I would go to my mom. Hey, I need some new shoes. My shoes has a hole or whatever. Um, why would I go to her? because I believe she's going to do it for me. 
and if she says okay we're going to go to the store today to you know to get some shoes I get ready I get dressed I am pumped and I am like yes I'm going to get some shoes today because I believe that I'm going to receive it and so when we ask for something and we know that God says ask and pray you're going to you're going to receive I want us to get pumped and excited sometimes we get tired of the weight sometimes you know I'm using the the parent child scenario because that's what the example that God constantly used he used that and he used a bride and a and a and a, and a groom situation um, we know that if he says something is yours that's a whole nother step again so I had to ask for the shoes believe for the shoes and then receive the shoes and then he says it will be yours so which means I have to receive it and then it's mine but sometimes okay if we jump through the hurdle of asking okay we ask now we jump through the hurdle of believing okay we believe next is jump through the hurdle of receiving and so to help us to after we believe to kind of help us that's where affirmation comes in we want to receive it we want to do like when so if I get the shoe I want to go to the store back then it was uh, what was the shoe store called I think we had a shoe store called Tom McCann's way back in st. Thomas um, but we want to receive it to go actually go pick up the shoes and then walk out out the door with the shoe then wear the shoe and then enjoy the shoes and that's when you know your parents will be happy to see that wow look my child has on beautiful shoes and she's enjoying the shoes that's what God wants for us he wants us to ask he wants us to believe he wants us to receive and then he wants us to enjoy it but I know there's a lot of steps and I just want to encourage you because I don't know what part of the journey you may be on today but I just want to encourage you to hang in there and to believe. Believe that greater is coming. Believe that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. Even if there's a mountain in front of you, believe that your voice will unlock whatever is blocking your path. So just keep saying what it is God it has spoken over you. Just keep saying, I am a believer, I believe. And you know, if you're believing for healing, I am healed. If you believe in for prosperity, I am prospering. Because sometimes you just, you, you ask for whatever. He didn't say if you ask for, and then he listed a couple of things. He said anything. So what it is that you need? I don't know what you need. <laughs> Do you think there's something you need that the kingdom that doesn't have? That you have to go somewhere else? I think that's kind of, uh, just think about this. If every time I needed something to eat or to wear when I was a child, I'm talking about being a child because we are God's children forever and always. We are God's children. Um, if I needed something to eat, something to drink or food, clothes, what else you need when you're a child? Shelter. What if I went across the street to some random stranger and left my dad over there and went to some and asked them for it? That would be weird. So why do we do that with God? We like we leave God and we go ask friends we go ask everybody first 
I'm not saying don't ask them because God may have people in the past to help you, but you got to check with him first <laughs> and then let him decide who is going to help you. You don't just up and go and ask around and, and do whatever it is that you want to do. Well, you, well, you can if you're your own person, but if, if God is Jehovah, is your God, this is what he expects from his children. He expects his children to ask him for, for things. He expects his children to believe that he can even do it and believe that he will do it and then believe that he will do it for them. See, that's the tough part. Everybody knows that, oh yeah, miracles happen. God could heal, God could do. But, but you know what? How many of us believe that he will do it for us? And that's the tough part is to believe that he will do it for us. Um, and so I know I started off with Mark, uh, sorry, John 10, 10 about how Jesus said he came so that we can enjoy life. And so when it talks about it will be yours, that's the time when you get to enjoy the good things that he has given you. And so if you find yourself in a tough place where you're finding joy hard to come by, try, try to remember something that God came through for you for. And that's why the writing down of things is good because then you can go back to your notes and say, you know what? I remember when I was believing God to get through this tough um, relationship or get through this tough financial struggle or just get through this crisis or this trauma or the unforgiveness or whatever it is that you may have been struggling with in the past and God has taken you out and brought you through once another hurdle comes up because we know they're going to come uh, that's what the enemy's job is to send them and God's job is to uh, Jesus taught us how to repel those things that's coming and it's the sound of our voice and believing right so you will prosper because you believe you have to believe and if you believe enough you, you'll be able to ask in prayer. You'll be able to speak over your situations. You, you'll be able to bring about those changes um, that is needed. So that is my um, I, my little, uh, I just wanted to make this such an encouragement for you today. And I just wanted to call it only believe because I want you to remember those two words as you go out and face your, the rest of your week. It's called only believe. So when you open your bank account and you see negative 500, if that's possible, <laughs> I want you to um, say those words, only believe, remind yourself to only believe and then get that affirmation, which means say what God says. So if God says, I am whole, you're going to say, I am whole. Whatever it is that God says and has spoken over that situation, that is what you're going to be doing. And so say it loud, say it bold, and say it proud because you know that you are God's child and you know that he's going to do what it is that he says he's going to do because he's it says he's not a man that he should lie so whatever he says he's going to do that is what he is going to do now he says it's up to you to believe and so if that's what it takes that's what we're going to focus on and that's the challenge for us as we go through this week is to only believe, believe in your God, believe in the God in you 
and believe that when you speak, the God that's in you is also speaking out so that you can speak with power and you can speak with boldness. And why did I say speak with boldness? Simply because he says, when you come to the throne, approach boldly in your time of need. So whatever you need, he wants you to come and ask. <laughs> Just like how you would go ask your dad, hey dad, I would love some ice cream or some whatever. It can be what you need, it can be what you want, because if you ever need or want something and you don't go to God for it, it just shows that you have no humility. That shows that you are your own God. And you're going to have to start repenting of that because we shouldn't um, try to be about our own business and handle our own business or do anything on our own um, because that's why we have a God. And our God is always there with us he wants to be there with us. That's the awesome part. He wants to be there with us. And he's asking us to, hey, invite me in, invite me in. And we just usually go about and not invite him in, but not anymore, right? So thanks for taking me up on this challenge. Um, so the challenge is only believe. Um, hopefully you can join us on this challenge where you focus in on any situation you face this week only believe that's the two words that i want to remind you of and i think once you say only believe you remember the other parts such as read god's word write god's word down spend some time listening to him and speak god's word so that is um the two words that i want you to uh, ponder on meditate on only believe and just read Daniel 6.23 to remind you of that. And I will see you again next time. Thank you for joining us tonight for Words That Inspire. You have been listening to your inspirational coach, Dr. Janice Monroe Modest, author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Join her weekly for inspiration to propel you into your God-ordained destiny. Need additional resources? go to www.refocus21.com.